It's interesting. And so you hear Missy, and some people say, very naive, she doesn't get it, whatever. Let her have her kumbaya moment, whatever. They would hear Helene and say, you know, this lady is tripping, okay? Because she's got, she's trying to pin it back on the West. And she doesn't, of course, she's from the West. Uh, most people would think, uh, coming from Denmark, right? And um, so, uh, <laughs> but uh, exactly, exactly. Some people say, it's, eh, it's borderline a little crazy out there, but we get it. Of course, they are I'm happy people. Tall, they I'm are happy could... people. They are happy. Happy, happy, happy people. And Helene certainly... I could take you in a fist fight. Well, the big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing, or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. Dear, dear friends all over the world, this is Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. And this is part two of Fighting for God. On today's show is co-hosts Linda Martinelli out of Texas, entrepreneurista, Dr. Faye, ordained minister and inspirational speaker out of Arkansas. It is also Missy Crutchfield, co-founder of Gandhi Global Center for Peace and vegan activist. It is myself, Helena Philipson, life transformation specialist out of Copenhagen, Denmark. And then, drum roll, da-da-da, of course. It is Malcolm Out Loud from Pluto. I think the way I want to put it is, why is it we need to believe? What is it that unites us in faith or in belief? And how is it that it divides us? Hence the title, Fighting for God. And now somebody may throw it in there at some point, so I'm going to do it right now. Is it God or is it G-O-D? Gold oil and dollars. Mm, mm, mm. Malcolm Malcolm oh. promised you, Malcolm promised you that we were going to throw this straight to Dr. Faye and I have been waiting for that myself because I really really want to hear you on this Dr. Faye on where we left it off in the last episode or part 1 whatever we should call it. Well, thank you. Thank you. I one thing I want to say is that I am just overtired with hearing people say that they're fighting for God because they're using it at, as a, an excuse, as a justification for doing evil things. And God is not doing evil things. God is love. And once that's established in our hearts and in our minds, then we know that anything that's not coming from that place of love certainly can't be from our spiritual father. So we have we have a world that's inundated with people who are saying that I am killing because God told me. That doesn't make it so. People who are predators or or are or you know molesting children while they say they're serving God. We have to separate those people in our mind to say, you know, just because they say they're serving God and that they're operating from this place of God doesn't make it so. Amen. Yeah, that's that's really, really, really well put. Yeah. 
God is love He's in, and, and spirit and joy and peace and happiness. And anything that does not show that, regardless of what it is or how how beautiful it may be on the outside, we have to look at the heart and the intent. And I, I like what Linda said on the first show about people needing to belong, because we all have that need to belong somewhere to somebody Family is family is is unique because it helps us to know we we belong someplace and it's uncompromising love space. Young men and young women join gangs because they are still looking for family. People are being seduced into these groups, these terroristic groups, because they feel they need to belong. Young children. 13, 14 years old, 9, 10 years old, been given, are given weapons. Well, you know, Dr. Faye, and that's all they know, keep in mind. Let, let's make sure everybody yeah. understands that. I mean, the Internet mm-hmm. and the YouTube world are, I mean, it's not a pretty sight. It's not a good no. scene. But here's what's happening. Mm-hmm. These kids are, they're, it's in, they're indoctrinated into this. See, they mm-hmm. don't know any other way. They don't See, know. They don't know it even exists. They don't they don't have right. a clue because how could they? They're only right. brought up in this environment. And you know what it is? It's an environment of hate. Yeah. And they're taught but, to hate. But actually I totally disagree with you, Malcolm, because okay. if you look at the statistics of how many attacks in I'll just take Europe as an example, have been carried out by people who were born and raised and bred here in Europe by immigrant parents or whatever, if we're just talking about the, the terror attacks that have been linked to um to Islam, for instance, let's just use that example because that's like the track we were on in in, in the first episode of this. Mm-hmm then most of them have grown up in in our Western society, right here, born and bred. But see, they never found their place. So mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more with the sentence, looking for family, looking to belong, right. to be accepted for who you fully are. At least that's what it appears to be. That's what we all crave. We all mm-hmm. crave mm-hmm. unconditional love and yes. acceptance, but right? You can't disagree yes. with the fact that the young children are being bought in. It's, I'm telling you, Elaine, I know. It's being, I mean, I don't know that you're just, disagree with that part of it. I don't disagree with what you just said. However, the young souls within these, they're being raised by fanatics. I I get the fact later on as adults and all of that business, but a lot of the youngsters today, they're brainwashed. They're brainwashed to hate. And that's a fact. It's happened with all religions and throughout time that brainwashing. I, I, I agree. But at the same time, I disagree because when you when you seriously look at the the backstory of some of these people recently from some of these uh, like terrifying attacks that have been there, um, these are people that have grown up in pretty normal families, and the radicalization happens later when they have a bad time. Well, there are cases school. of that. There, there are, are part, cases there, of that. There are yeah. so many cases of it. It's overwhelming because they're part of a minority underdog society that yes. doesn't have the privilege and the life yeah. and the future that I do. You know, right. education is a different deal. Future, right. no, nope, right. nothing for you. No we job. Shut them out. There's if, no if you, pathway. If you, then, take, if you take a perfect example of, of just what you're saying, look at Omar Mateen in the Florida nightclub, who mm-hmm. he, he pledged his allegiance to ISIS. He wrote a letter about, um, whatever with the religion but but the truth is that he he was a violent person in the first place he was abusive he was socially alienated he was racist and homophobic so 
it wasn't religion, even though he tried to use the guise of religion, it wasn't religion, the reason that he did what he did in the nightclub. It was all of these other things were in play. So that to your point, it's, it's not religion, it's something else. And he was basically somebody who didn't, um, he was a misfit in society, and he, he chose this route using religion as his excuse. Well, it's the same thing that the Boston Marathon bombers did. I exactly. Get that. Yeah, I get that. But but I'm talking about the new culture. I mean, you just have to look and see, and they're indoctrinating all of their kids into this hostile hatred. And you're going to see more of this ahead. We're at a, we're at a moment of truth. I mean, we're at a moment of truth in the world, and you're going to see more and more of this hatred as it spills over because they make it very clear what their goal is. It's to dominate Christianity. Dr. Fay, do you have any doubt about what I'm talking about? Do you have any doubt about what I'm putting out there right now? Is not, is not, we're referred to as the infidels, is not the ultimate goal is to control and own Christianity? Speak to me. I believe that that's the ultimate goal of evil is to control the light. But I know that light will win every time. I have full confidence in that. Even though it 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 looks horrible on the surface, it's, it looks like everything is going to hell. It's going right, someplace. Right, right. But I know that light will triumph over darkness every time. Doctor Fay, I got to ask you: Why does God? A question that everybody wants to ask: Why does God let this kind of thing happen on this planet the way it is? It is it always just back to the simple denominator of free will? I, I don't blame God. D- God is not letting it happen. I believe that we've been given the the power. We've been given the authority. And if we don't grow up, I said it's, it is all within us. And we have to access the light that is within us to allow that light to radiate, to allow the Christ in us, the spirit in us to radiate, to swallow up the darkness, the evil that's around us, because it's here. But it, it's not here. We, we cannot allow it to dominate our space. We're here to let our light shine, let it be brighter than any any darkness that's out there. Well, Linda Martinelli, I want to tell you something. I mean, that sounds what Dr. Faye is saying sounds, you know, uh, in theory, very good coming from a classroom or or, or, or uh, uh, you know, inside of a church. Of some, I mean, it sounds good in theory. But uh, do you think that's really happening I don't think it's happening, but I think that's what should happen hmm. because any anywhere in the world that you have strong religious beliefs that are are on the side of peace and love and light as religion should be, that then you have communities that function much better. The people the people's re, the resilience of people who believe in God is amazing. They struggle to practice their beliefs no matter what the obstacles, no matter what the punishment, no matter what the laws are. I mean, you see it everywhere. And to your point, Malcolm, about the children, I totally agree with you that children are being raised from just from infancy to believe uh, that that we are the enemy. And I, I don't know how you fix that. I firmly believe what Linda just said is 80% of the problem. Let me just say that. The other 20% is what Helene put out there with the fact that, you know, what happens after the fact as adults, they're being radicalized. Get that. That's tr- that's 20% of the problem. But let me tell you, uh, the major part of the deal 
is how they are being raised as young, young children. They have no other option. They don't know anything different. They are taught to hate. They are taught to kill. Okay. Can I just point something out before I get to one of those I'm going to lose my mind stages? Please. <laughs> Please. I beg of you. Okay. You keep saying they and they and mm -hmm. they sure. and they. So let's just hit the pause button for a second, please. Because what you are describing, it is almost a given the way it's being talked about right now that we, the good people in the Western world, are talking about they, the Muslims, in the Oriental part of the world. I would like to ask you to flip that sentence and tell me how many kids in the state in the States, as in, in America at present, are being raised from childhood by their parents to believe that these foreigners who may look and speak and believe differently than us, exactly what you just said, Malcolm, they're being raised to come get right. us. It's right. evil. They're That's after right. us. Interesting, everything interesting, you, interesting. Everything you just described yeah. could be said about okay. millions right. so of So you're American flipping the coin. That's an interesting way to put it, Helene. That's, exact a, that's a very interesting thing to Let's put out there. Let's get away from the them and us. Yes, yes. And like, they well, it, it, you know, listen, um, I, I don't remember uh, taking a, I don't remember a group of us being Westerners or whatever you however you phrase it. Like, I don't remember us on the water side dressed in orange suits, chopping all these heads off and ma massacring people. I, I don't remember us doing that, Helene, quite frankly. Oh, I'm sure they exist, but they're just wearing uniforms, darling. Oh, can I can I can I jump in with something here? There's a there's a Cherokee and in the in the South here we um, there's there's a lot of um, of Cherokee uh, brothers and, and sisters and the native culture and I'm so reverent of the indigenous peoples as 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 Dr. Faye shared on the last show about the the wisdom and the love that came from that and how a lot of the missionaries really screwed that up. But there's a, we have a lot of, of Cherokee heritage here in the South and there's a tale that a grandfather told his grandson and it's a tale of two wolves and the grandfather is saying there's two wolves, only one can live. And the grandson is, is, is asking which one. One wolf was love, the other was fear. And the grandson said, which will live? And the grandfather, the wise grandfather said, the one you feed. Mm -hmm. So the problem yes. today is that we do it in media. It's what it's, it's all about consumption. The news, if it bleeds, it leads people turn it on. Oh, they wake up every morning who died, what disaster, what religion, what are the Muslims up to now? What are the fill in the blank? It's about hate. It's about fear. Mm -hmm. It's about anger. It's about opposition, them and uh, us, they, and, you know, as Helene was saying, so when we wake up every morning and we start choosing love and looking at the good things in the world and putting that mm -hmm. in our, in our minds and consuming that then things change the last show malcolm you said you sound a little like mother Teresa, and i'm incredibly incredibly inspired and, and complimented by that malcolm because to this point mother Teresa would say when she was invited to an anti-war protest mother Teresa would send a, a beautiful letter or respond and say i won't be there but invite me to a peace rally and i will and I will. She was feeding the good and the light. Right. She was saying, put the emphasis 
on the love well, and the I light. Well, I said it in the form of a complete compliment to you. Yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> That's the way it was intended. That's the way you received it. It was taken. And you are, you, what you are doing, Missy Crutchfield, is you are uh, emulating that spark of light. Uh, no matter what the evil is in the room or around us, you sort of kind of refuse to go there. Now, let me say, right. some people, well, let me say, some people would call that naivety. Some people, <laughs> well, let me continue. Some people would call that naivety. Some people would call that ignorant. Some people would call that stupidity. Some people would call that a lot of things uh, if you were caught in a bad situation yourself because evil only knows evil and evil mm. lurks and looms all over. So listen, as we continue to talk about this world of light and versus lust and hate, we have choices. What I'm wondering is how much is really accidental at this point that's happening in the world? How much is really intentional? I really appreciate the opening the blinds as Helene Phillipson has attempted to do now. I really appreciate by her flipping that whole deck of cards over, friends, to say, hey, wait a minute, guy, listen, let me, let me tell you, before you go and you say they, they, and they, how about we look at you, us, and us, and you, or whatever, you know? And she's saying, listen, because it exists in that world as well. So I think the thing you've got to start to think to yourself is, are we all living up in the ivory tower somewhere with this attitude like, well, you know, we think, well, we think our shit doesn't stink. You know, is that really the problem here? Okay. And we seem to think we're always, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, as a serious news commentator myself, it's the things that I do. And I mean, I see evil in all like, walks and forms of life. It's interesting. And so you hear Missy and some people say it, very naive. She doesn't get it. Whatever. Let her have her kumbaya moment. Whatever. They would hear Helene and say, you know, this lady is tripping. Okay. Because she's got, she's trying to pin it back on the West. And she doesn't, of course, she's from the West. Uh, most people would think uh, coming from Denmark. Right. And um, so, uh, <laughs> but uh, exactly, exactly. Some people say it's, eh, it's borderline a little crazy out there, but we get it. Of course, they are I'm happy people. Tall, they I'm are happy people. People, they are happy, happy, happy people. And Helene I certainly, could, I could take you in a fist fight. She could definitely. <laughs> I bet you she could just try. She would, and you know what? The thing about Helene is she would, though. She would fight dirty, friends. She would bite me. She would try to bend my arm back. She would fight dirty because you know why? She's a street fighter, and she will kick your ass. Hold, hold that thought right there, Helene. Having my arm behind my back, sort of like that. I can feel it right there. I want to turn the tide now to talk about, I was on the serious mode of where we stand at this very moment. I want to talk about taking all of this and are we possibly in the days of what we would call end times? And I wonder, I wonder, I, I've not talked about this before with this group, but I wonder if Helene uh, Phillipson and Missy Crutchfield believe in end times. And I wonder what that looks like to them. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I bet Linda believes in it, and I'm sure Dr. Faye believes in it. Well, but there's the quandary, isn't it? <laughs> we'll pick it up just after this quick pause. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. 
there haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. The Out Loud Perspective awaits you in life, love, politics, a healthy lifestyle, your faith, personal development, and living an out loud life on AmericaOutloud.com. Blitzer News and Entertainment Network, where you can listen 24-7 on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are back with you here, friends. Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure, Season 2. This is Malcolm Out Loud here. We are having uh, part two of a dynamic, dynamic conversation. This is about as heavy as we've peeled the onion thus far. Uh, you know, as far as getting into faith and religion and all the, the stereotypes that go with that. But I like the way we've got spirituality covered. We've raised the bar in this conversation. You know, I have a whole history myself as a young boy and growing up in the church and where I came from and what, I, what my perception was of all of this. And as I am now here as a young man, uh, and I always use the word young in front of man when I speak about myself in that way, friends. <laughs> so and I'll continue to do that. On the show here today, Linda Martinelli is our co-host, uh, entrepreneur, owner, president of Performographic Print Source. Also our co-host, as you've been listening to, Helene Philipson. Uh, she again was a co-host last season, co-producer this year, and life transformation specialist out of Copenhagen, Denmark. Dr. Faye Wilson is here, and she's a radio, television, talk show host, author, speaker, ordained minister, and just a lot of too much common sense coming from that lady. And Missy Crutchfield is here also. She's co-founder of Gandhi's B Magazine and the Gandhi Global Center for Peace. Uh, Missy has, like, illuminated with the spirit because I referred to her as a sort of quasi version of a Mother Teresa today. She's like, man, I'm digging that. I'm digging that. You yeah. Know? So she's on, like, a high. She's like, now, I'm going to, you know, she, she's got to hold me in good company now because I paid I'm her. I'm going to write that one for uh, a while. Uh -huh. I paid her a big favor. Dr. Faye, did I not pay her a big favor, Dr. Faye? Yes, you did, and I think you were right on. I want to bring it back. Linda, I want to talk to you a moment about end times. What comes to your mind? Oh, I, I go back to my catechism in Catholic school. Um, the just really, I mean, the end of the world, but in my mind, nobody knows how long that end of the world will be. So will it be thousands of years and we're at the starting point of it? Or have we been at the starting point of it for a long time? I mean, certainly... If you read End Times, and I've not read all of it, but um, what I have read would dictate that a lot of what's happening right now is what was prescribed to happen. So it is a little bit unnerving. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know because I haven't read enough of it. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to, you, you said pretty much what I thought you would, and I, I wanted you to open it up with that because, so here's the thing, Dr. Faye, I want to, this is important now, and I want to, uh, this is an important conversation. When we talk about end times, I want you to explain to folks, and you and I have never talked about this, and this is something mm-hmm. I definitely am hoping you'll talk about on your weekend show in America Out Loud, but let me say this. When we talk about end times, end times do not mean the end of the world, as Linda just said. That's a misnomer. Now, I'm saying that to you. You tell me I'm wrong or I'm right, or what does end of the times mean, Dr. Faye? Let's look at the term end of times. It has been a doctrine that has been preached for ages. A lot of theologians preach it and believe that they have the timeline. Entire groups have put it on the calendar. Decade after decade, they have to change. Yeah, and then the time passed, then they changed the date. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's true. It's convenient. Oh, I reported (laughs) on it on on, on main news channels, uh, Dr. Faye, last year, the year before. Since 2000, it's been like uh, a regular occurrence. Exactly. That in itself says that somebody's missing the message somewhere concerning end time. Mm-hmm. I don't see it as some event. Mm-hmm. I believe that every day we're walking in end times, end time for me on the earth or end time for you. Yes. That individually, there's an end of our time here mm-hmm. and that we should be more focused on our journey here yes. rather than on some event in the future. Speak it, sister. Well, I am focused on my journey. I think about it every day, Dr. Faye. It doesn't escape me. But you're still not answering what I wanted you to answer. Uh, I was hoping you would. Because the term end times, again, I mentioned, is not really the end of the world. And when you say end times that we're all walking into it, I'm talking about as a collective, not individual, as a Mm -hmm. collective society, as planet Earth. Some people have this visualization that we're just going to blow up in the universe and that's the end times or that something's going to happen to the planet. That's not really end times. And humanity doesn't stop at end times. Explain Mm -hmm. that, please. I don't believe in that theory or that doctrine, Malcolm, that there's going to be a blow up, Exactly. that everything here on earth will be over. I don't have all of the answers. You mentioned that you don't know it all. I Neither do I. I believe that there are things that we don't know and that what we do know, we work with that. Mm-hmm. So I work with what I have and what I have is that I'm a spirit being mm-hmm. and I'm here to live a full life. And I'm here to build that life in every way possible Mm -hmm. and to reach as many people with hope and and joy and, you know, to do the things that we've been talking about here Mm -hmm. in the best way that I know how. So I'm not getting caught up in some futuristic event. All right. All right. I'm I'm not. May I ask you this? Uh, Do you see, uh, is there any possibility or does it ever enter your mind? Does planet Earth become a version of hell at some point? Not in my mind. Okay. okay. I hear a lot of people refer Not to that. Not if I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Not a, if I'm here. A lot of people refer to that in Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look mm-hmm. at a lot of these futuristic movies where zombies are walking around and the world mm-hmm. is uh, uh, formed to the lowest possible denominator of the human species. Uh, and okay. you see these kinds of movies and some days there are events happening on a weekly, daily occurrence that you question, well, is that the road we're headed on, huh? 
Well, and not, that's not what the, they are, is movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot you of know. movies that come true, Linda Martinelli. <laughs> that's true. I mean, these people are visionaries who write these movies half the time. So I'm just asking. I'm just tossing yeah. it out there. And because I read the Bible is my reference book for a lot of for a lot of things and the way I live my life. And I go back to scripture where it says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And I have to think mm-hmm. the creator created this earth. Right. Why would creator come back and destroy his own creation? Right. Well, hold it on. Hold on. Why, why, why would he flood the whole earth and, and, and put an ark in there? And, and uh, I mean, he, he killed a lot of people there. What happened there? Well, they didn't stay. They he didn't kill all of them. <laughs> he well, no, but, but I mean that's a, if that ha- if that event. A lot of people say did that happen? Didn't it happen? Now we found evidence it did happen, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's historical evidence that it did happen. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I'm I'm starting to build my ark now, but the problem is it doesn't happen next time with water. It says it happens with fire and fury. It may happen with water before that if we keep melting all the Arctic. Thank you for keeping it real. Thank you for keeping it real. Oh my gosh. You're one of the most politically activist people I know. (laughs) You just you can't take a conversation without twisting it into politics. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. But isn't it but isn't it awesome, Malcolm? Uh, Seriously, you were just talking before about how certain people might call it uh, you know, uh, naive or ignorant and whatever. And you guys are sitting here talking about the the globe being flooded by water and somebody built an ark. I mean, you know, I'm just saying there'll be a lot of people in the other camp saying, who's the naive one here? <laughs> I think it would be more, more a nuclear holocaust rather than water at this point. Well, it's not going to be but, water for sure, yeah. But it could be the, but what it, you if say. You, if, if, you have, if you have a book of end times and, and you can read that, mm-hmm. and that would be sort of the, again, the roadmap to what's going to happen. Well, we are beings with free will mm-hmm. and... God doesn't dictate to us what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So right, right, I would right. take and, and do everything that we could to make to that not that. happen. Right. And, sure. that, and that's interesting. And that's kind of the world I think a lot of us are trying to live in, which is what Dr. Faye would say, hey, hey, glory, glory, let's do that, man. Uh, because I'm not going to have that happen on my planet while I'm here. And I get that. That's the spirit of a lot of people. But when you look at things that are developing around the world and some of the chaos, and Missy, Missy, when you see some of the really truly chaotic things happening that are really come on now part of the lowest possible denominator on all walks let's play helene's game of cards a moment from all walks of life from all kinds of people in all west east north south you every sector of people out there i get it okay and when you see all of that happening out there and you think of the the, the hostilities in the world you, now let me explain to folks end times End times is really the decimation of humanity. It's not that the earth stops. It's that we've done done it to ourselves. Back to the free will Linda just talked about. So I want to explain to you what I think is end times, since I'm not hearing it from anyone else. It really is the decimation of, of really humanity in a civilized tone. Okay, now... Helene can come back and be sarcastic, as she's real good at, and say, well, Malcolm, you know, let me tell you what's going on. But let me tell you, there isn't anybody that that doesn't have any intellectual marbles that can look around the world, Missy Crutchfield, and say, huh, we got some problems here. Now, we can talk all day about spirituality, where's the light, and kumbaya, and hold hands, and sing Whistle Dixie in the the garden sun. In In the meantime, there are a lot of people more the far majority who say we're going to hell in a handbag and you well, would say well, and you would say what missy crutchfield 
Well, I'd say that it kind of feels like that's where we've been going and, and perhaps the end of this world or this whatever it is we're in is the beginning of a new age of light. Now, you're going to call me naive, naive again. No, but- I like, hold on, hold on, sister. Stop right there, sister. Hold on. I like what you, now let's, for the record, I need to correct you when I correct you because you don't really understand Malcolm totally yet, but you will. Okay. I love what you just said, by the way. Thank you. So well, I, I, I play devil's advocate pretty on a regular moment-by-moment basis. Uh, I confirm. Yeah, so go ahead, as you were, Missy. So I like what you just said. Go ahead. Thank you. We we like to attach to this mythology, and religions have a lot of uh, mythology, and then they get played up through time and rewritten and written by men and 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 humans. Why and, are you? Oh, what? No, stop it! Yeah, Why no, do you people no, always no. throw men under the bus? Every darn yeah. one of you on this show. <laughs> the wars. Men are the ones traditionally who fought them, and now women are going to bring to light a deeper level of humanity and compassion because we're wired for it. I mean, there are differences wow. our dna we wow. are wired we're mothers we're 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 it's our genetic makeup it's we're just naturally more hold on i'm playing my violin here a moment you may be the exception malcolm and you're and you're surrounding yourself with with wonderful creative amazing women. So, I'm yes. sorry. Did you say something, Missy Crutchfield? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I was playing my violin for a moment. I apologize. REM wrote a song years ago. It says it's the end of the world as we know it, and I love that because I'm ready for this new renaissance of light and humanity, a revolution of the human spirit. You know, this in this mythology. I mean, right now we could take it. We could create a new mythology about Apple. We've got Apple. I've got an Apple. Apples are everywhere. What are we going to say about that? Or in the cloud, people are waiting the end times for Jesus or whatever to come down in the cloud. We've got the Mac cloud. We've got clouds. And 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 so I mean, there's is that all good or bad, Missy? What are you saying there? Tell me, is that I good think or bad? It's great. I mean, technology is great. I'm just saying how things get spun and and co-opted into, you know, let's just look at what we have here. And and we've got some problems. We've got global warming and climate change. And there's and there's facts. We've got the number one cause of this stuff. Yes, I'm a vegan activist is is factory farming is animals that we're eating fear through the death of animals. We're we're consuming it through mass media and all of the things we watch on TV and we choose to talk about. So let's make our choices and our consumption different and let's protect this planet, this beautiful planet, that this world has gotten so out of control and is just flying in the face of this gorgeous planet. And we've got to make a choice because we have to live here on Mother Earth and we have to 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 survive. We have to make sure that she can nurture us. So, you know, we need to wake up and look at the realities here. But to your point about end times, it's and I see so many people, elderly people, when they start thinking deeply about their death and how many years they have that they right. get this frantic kind of, it's the end times, it's the end. Well, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it may be yours. You may be getting close <laughs> to that. Yes, we're here exactly. to live. It may we're be yours. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Exactly. We're I here to it. live. But you, have to, you have to be a realist about it, too. And, and as they were not with Hitler, and they ignored all of the signs. And I, I don't want us to do that now. I, I want to tell my children that there are people that are bad in the world, that there are people using religion to to excuse their badness in the world. And I want them to be prepared for that. And believe me, I live in defensible space, you know, where, where, where I am going to protect myself and my family Mm -hmm. in any way that I can. So I think that we have to be realistic and not just everything should come from love, but it just doesn't, that's not the real world. 
So I'm going to be, be prepared and then I'm going to go out and do everything I can to prevent um, the things that happen in the world that shouldn't be happening in my little speck of space that I own in the world. I'm going to do everything that I can in my power. But if we ignore what's going on in the world and we choose to say, no, this religion is one of peace and it's not one of, of hatred, we're, we're just we're just burying our heads in the sand, and I don't want to see us do that. Well, it becomes mm-hmm. self-perpetuating, um, a self-fulfilling prophecy when you talk about that's there, that's just hate, and I'm going to teach. If we if we start saying and identifying with the 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 core aspects of love and religion, and giving that the energy, like the Cherokee tale of which one are you going to feed, love or fear? But there's a, the the merchandising of religion really gets on my nerves, and those bracelets that say, "What would Jesus do?" Oh, I believe if Jesus were here, you he would scream. Hey, I don't think Jesus <laughs> trying to commit uh, to 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 create a religion but but you know we can talk more about that but but i think that we need bracelets that say if jesus were here ijwh it may not be as catchy as wwj do but if jesus were here today i think we need to focus more on that because he'd be going this is not what i was talking about at all hey missy missy uh, what you just said really hit i'm writing it down right now really hit a a uh a moment with me uh, because it, it just hits my inner soul here. When you talk about the merchandising of religion, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. I, uh, I I could not agree more anymore. I mean, we are totally 100% on that page. I think that's part of the problem. Back to the religious fanatics. Let, let's talk about that a moment, ladies. Back to the religious fanatics and the merchandising of religion. I think this part is part and parcel. Back to Helene Phillipson's point and Missy Crutchfield's point of saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> enough is enough. You know, there's enough of these bad cats running around. We know that. They live on all sides of the neighborhood. They're everywhere. Yep. And, you know, we're not going to see the light and see the positive. We continue to point fingers. You know, friends, there is a lesson in this. I don't care how you feel about putting on your big boots this, today, if you feel like, you know, you, you feel above this conversation somehow. But there's some real lessons in here that you can take from these women. There's no doubt in my mind, okay? But I think we're hitting on some major, major points here. And, and with the merchandising of religion, I believe this is really the cause of the problem that creates a lot of these religious fanatics. Now, I yes. grew up again in that church and. I think, Dr. Fady, your point and what Linda was saying earlier, a lot of people disregard religion now because as organized religion is, it is majorly flawed. I mean, how have they mm-hmm. taken one book, the good book, and they've decimated it with human intentions? And they've, you know what it is, again, as Helene says all the time, it's just another power struggle. It's something that they've taken, human beings have taken, and they've, 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 they've really destroyed the entire conversation and the faith that it should be by making it their power piece to control people. So it's really a mechanism to control people. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. You know, when we get into these conversations on religion, faith, spirituality, they're conversations that sometimes they kind of scare me a bit, Dr. Faye, but religious fanatics. 
Why、mm. have they taken the book, and why has it been so obliterated? What I see, Doctor Fay, the Protestants, the Catholics, all the various virgins—the the, the Baptists, the Nazarene, the Methodists—the various forms of Catholic—and and you know, you, you, and then you have the break off of the Catholics.、Uh, you have.、Um, Uh, well, oh God, it escapes me right Episcopalians. now. Episcopalians. Yeah, yes, the Episcopalians who broke off and all. Yeah, so thank you. That's Catholic light. Catholic light. <laughs> I like it. it. I like it. But they've all got these versions of their religion, and what I see is, so when I first walked into a Catholic church, I was like 16 years old. And it was with a young lady I was dating at the time, and I was trying to be the good boy by visiting her church. You understand? As, and I was introduced to this lady, and I went into the Catholic Church, and I was dumbfounded. I had never been in such a place before, with all the like in the Nazarene Church. We don't have all of the rosary beads and the confession box and all the ordained,、yeah. the very glossy sort of. Ooh, it's all very ritual, and we don't have that in the Protestant. It's just us. It's not there, you know. And then you get you kneel up and down. So you like when you're sitting in a pew there for church. It's like doing aerobics. You're up and down and up and down and up and down. And you don't. I, I don't even know half the time. I'll just be sitting or standing or hanging from the ceiling. And so I was like, all of this crazy. And it gets awkward for a simple country boy like me that was well, country boy. Actually, a city boy who would like to be country boy sometimes, Doctor Fay. Yeah. <laughs> but、uh, but you know, and so I, I. But I'm I'm trying to get to the point of organized religion, and I think what Helene kind of hit it early on is it's people that are at that are in search of power. I want you to talk back to me, argue with me this point, please, and tell me I'm wrong. That a lot of the people running these religions and the back to the church and things that are happening are people in search of power. That the real the real thought and essence of what religion was and is a movement to empower people has been lost. Totally agree. I totally、wow. agree. I, I think from the very beginning, once、um, what was righteous and holy was put inside of a box and named. Then and division occurred. Then more groups came, and then more groups came, and more groups came, and until it began to take on、um, a, a feel and a look that was ungodly and unholy, and it spiraled out of control. And now we have all of these different groups, and all say that they're serving God. All say that they're reading the same Bible. All say that they hear from God, but we know that that cannot be true. Because when when we take、um, away the very foundation of truth and the very foundation of righteousness out of out of the equation, what we have left is all we have left is the humanity, not the divinity. And I think we're confusing the two.、Mm-hmm. Ladies,、uh, what I want you to do—you hear what Doctor Faye says. I want you to take a deep breath this moment. And I want you to think about this massive conversation we've had on both shows, the earlier part one and now today. And whatever's on your mind and your heart in the next few minutes, I, I just want to listen. I want to listen to you all and tell me, bring this conversation to a head、uh, in these next many minutes. And I just want—I don't want to leave this production without everybody saying their real thoughts about what we're talking about. We've talked about a lot here. I mean, we took it from a light. Moment of spirituality, all the way to end times, and back and forth about fanatics. 
We've stayed clear of some of the hot buttons that Missy tried to engage us with in the political world because she can't help herself. So, <laughs> so let me throw it to you, Missy, and tell me what you're seeing out of this whole conversation. Let's go around the table here and everybody chime in, please. Well, I think it's amazing and inspiring and beautiful that all of us, no matter whether you identify as Dr. Faye, will say she's born again Christian, but she will come up with these beautiful um accepting, respectful um, descriptions of how we all receive and have um, ways that we reach out and, and connect in religion that's, that's, that's again, very res- respecting. It's because when you think about fundamental born again, you don't usually, or I haven't run into a lot of people that are so tolerant as Dr. Fay is and embraces so many things that I personally relate to. And I think most people really would. So I think we need more vas- voices out there like Dr. Fay's that's, that sounds so, and that share such compassion and respect and their, and, the, and their truth. And Gandhi uh, said that truth is God. To Gandhi, truth was God. Truth is, to me, is God is love, but to Gandhi, truth is God. But if you follow your truth, then you will find love. You will find God if you follow your truth. And my truth may have intersections that that go in a little different places than than others, and that's my unique filter for my spirituality. I also would like to say um, that we in the media and we get so caught up talking about all the evils of that are coming out of the fundamentalist Muslim, you know, which is not what most Muslims believe. Muslim embraces Islam, promotes peace like every other great religion. There are these tenets, uh, Christianity, Judaism, Muslim. And there, by the way, the three religions of the book. And we forget about that. And in Islam, they have such high reverence for Christ, which which actually Judaism doesn't and the tenets in the, in this book um, that they've that they've shared and they they revere have um, you know that's that's one book so we we forget about that and we want to vilify so we've got vilify, we've got to stop vilifying because when you do that and we talked earlier in Helene was talking about that. You push people in a corner, you push gangs or gang violence in this country or or fundamentalist Islam with that, and you say, you can't be part of my life. We don't like you. We make fun of them. We call them names, and we give them nowhere else to go but to find their community and their family. That This can happen to anyone. It has happened throughout history, and it's caused wars, and we just have to say we are one. We are one people. We are one humanity. We share one planet. Let's choose love. Let's try to find peace, and let's show respect and tolerance. We are all reflections of God. Let's reflect that aspect, those aspects of God and love and peace and create peace and love here. You, you, you're going to be a minister in your next life, uh, <laughs> Missy Crutchfield. I mean, you just delivered. <laughs> you're ready. You're ready. You'll deliver a sermon there. Hey, listen, with everything you just said about Dr. Faye, that means you're going to be tuning in to her new show on the weekend, correct? I absolutely am. I've become a fan. So thank you, Dr. Faye. You inspired me. Amen. There you go. Thank you, Miss. All right, let's bring Linda. You're, wrap it up for us. What do you think? I think that people need, uh, by the way, I agree with everything that Missy said and Dr. Faye as well. Um, I, I think that people need religion. Some people need organized religion. It helps them in their life. And others like myself don't need an organized religion. We just choose to believe and work with God in our own way. So I, I think that, well, I, th- I think that, that that really puts it in a nutshell for me. I, I, ju- I just don't think that we need it. I, one of the things that I learned in Catholic school was kind of the 30,000 foot view here of God and then 
evil or the devil. And when we talk about fighting for God, you know, what keeps coming to my mind is I'm wondering if some of these people in the world are fighting for God or are they a sheep in wolf's clothing and they're fighting for the other side? So I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of um, just a, really a lot to think about in this subject, Malcolm. Linda, and, that is well said. That is yeah. really well said. I love the way you just uh, prefaced the are they really fighting for God or are they a wolf in sheep's clothing? My, my mm. golly, that that. That, that really brings this whole conversation home on fighting for God. Helena, you yourself, coming from your world and a lot of the things you've thrown out here today, um, when Linda says that in, in that way, what, uh, and, and give me your summary as well, what do you think? Well, first of all, um, I'm a little sad that Missy has not mentioned the Dalai Lama recently uh, because <laughs> now she switched to mentioning Gandhi and that kind of gives me a problem because as you may remember in season one, sometimes I would take bets on how long it would take before Barbara would mention Jesus. And I was just about to say on, in this in this season, I'm going to do it with Missy on how long it takes before she mentions the Dalai Lama. But now she switched to Gandhi. So damn, Missy, you just kind of, you messed that I, I, one up for I me. I told you it's both of them. It's It's both. We have it's awesome. It's awesome. It's all love. It's all love, darling. Don't worry. Malcolm, I, I do think that end times are here. Um, oh. oh, I think that end times are here in a way that we don't even know it. And I think mm. that we have such a lack of awareness and personal resources um, all over the globe that we don't even see it. I see people going to church, but then driving home in big cars that consume more than this yes. planet can take. They go home, then they spray Roundup in their gardens, which leave our boys infertile, wow. give us women breast cancer. Um, I think that we are consuming like locusts. I think we're eating up the planet. We're raping yes. the earth, and I don't yes. think it's pretty. Wow. Uh, I think insects are here in a bigger way that, 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 that we can even imagine. And I think that there is a wave rising. Um, I, I, I agree somewhat with Missy on the divine feminine, on the feminine energy stepping into way more power, but I think the key here is balance. It is yin, it is yang. It is the balance of the black and white circle with a dot in each of each other's spheres. It is the masculine yeah. and the feminine that needs to come together. Um, I agree with that. And with the rise of the feminine energy, that is bringing that balance. I agree with you, Helena. Yes, I, I think that's absolutely okay. essential. Um, and I think that what is often missing, which again comes back to the lack of awareness and personal resources, is what often appears to be maybe naive or ignorant, as you mentioned before, for some people, I think can be a lack of real perspective. Because mm -hmm. there is always an action and a reaction to that action. So when we look at what's going on in the world, when we look at the movements of what you could call them and they and evil, well, if you take it up a notch, then what you will see is a reaction to an action that was taken. And was that action then a reaction to a previous action taken? Most things are actually not very difficult to analyze when you look at it a little from a little bit of a higher perspective. We can see a pattern. Um, and so we could pull out so many examples of, of us and them, and we can polarize and continue to polarize and talk about good and evil right. when really what's happening right below our very feet as we walk to work and make the dollars so that we can go and buy all that shit we don't care about for people we don't right. care about, right. you know, and that whole story. Um, I think what's happening is that we're losing touch with the essence of life. Yes. which is connection, which is love, which is 
energy and which is going out to serve, well, not going out yes. to fill Helene my cup, fill my bank account. All yes. right. We have. Uh, okay. So to your point, uh, the the good thing is everything you just mentioned that is lacking and the frustration that you put out there so well. We we have on this program today. I mean, with all the different facets of the people that have come together in this conversation, correct? Absolutely. I mean, it's yes. an amazing conversation. Is all I'm saying. And, and I got to tell you, if you listen back to this conversation ten or twenty years from now, and what we've just done in this extraordinary two part production. I will say to you, if people would research everything we've talked about and really get in there and put this under a microscope and get analytical, I got to tell you, it's it's been probably the most profound conversation to date that we've had. Okay. Let me let me throw a fact out to you onto Helena's because I was talking about global warming and climate change too, and that's connecting with what Helena was saying. And NPR did a did a show recently and interviewed several scientists, and um, they were talking about and these are facts, and this is to that end of the world, um, which which is 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 happening if if we destroy our planet. And they're saying that the that we could lose the coral reefs in seven years. That's huge and that happens and that's the beginning of a of a of a fall fall down and of of the ocean and they're saying we could lose the ocean could die we're talking about the end of the world and these big cars and driving and chasing the okay. dollar and if the okay. ocean dies then all we right. all die so we've got to pay attention to what's happening on this god-given planet okay. earth all right that's a conversation for another day uh but uh, we can't really slice that today uh, we'd have to make okay. this a five-parter uh but in any event mm-hmm. you know I want to give the last word to Dr. Faye. Uh, so, Dr. Faye, you've heard a whole lot here today. I want you to summarize it all for us, please. The common thread that I see in this group and for those who are listening is love. There's a golden thread here. And if we're going to fight for God, we should fight from that place that we are open to receive and to give love to everybody everywhere, even if we don't understand them. Thank God for diversity. Thank God for the different thoughts. Thank God for each and every uh, group and population because they they energize us to learn how to release love even even more. So that those are my thoughts that if we're just open up to receive and to give love and to keep this common thread that obviously we have in this room and for those who are listening to uh, this Uh, broadcast. Well, what's amazing about all of that, friends, is this. The whole premise of America Out Loud and the premise of life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure was to do exactly what you've just heard here today and what Dr. Faye is exactly saying. See, here's the richness of the world and certainly the richness of the country I'm from, America. And here's what it is, the, the whole crux of this is the diversity and the acceptance of each other as people, as brothers and sisters, as human beings from from our God. I think it is, uh, when you elevate the conversation to that level, you are fighting for God, and you're not fighting as rats on a planet here, uh, down at the lowest possible denominator. The beautiful thing about life is that we are all different. What I love about the opportunity of this platform is to bring the diverse voices together and have some real respectful conversation, even when we don't entirely agree. Missy Crutchfield, Helene Philipson, Linda Martinelli, Dr. Faye Wilson. This is Malcolm Out Loud. To be continued, friends. <laughs>